Hello and welcome to the Evil Lawyer's Guide to Life. I am the Evil Lawyer and you are not. You can find us on Facebook at Evil Lawyer's Guide. Well, you may still be able to find us on Facebook. We'll get into that later. On the web at www.evillawyersguide.com. And on Twitter, well, maybe you can still find us on Twitter. We'll get into that later also at Evil Law Guide. If you need an attorney, find an attorney. If you can't find an attorney, call 844-EVIL-LAW, and we will help you find one, and I might even represent you myself. This show is for entertainment purposes only, although this show may not be very entertaining because today's topic, well, let me do the disclaimer, don't get your legal advice from this show. If you need a lawyer, get a lawyer. We are here to entertain you, except for today, but still don't get your legal advice from this show. Pedos, pedos everywhere. Facebook pedos, Netflix 11-year-old stripper pedos, Newsom and Wiener in California legalization of man-boy rape pedos. Pedos are all over the place. And um, they're being normalized. You know, when Facebook, Facebook, when Facebook removes a group that I am very familiar with, which was called In Child Trafficking Worldwide, for, quote, going against our community standards on hate speech. Yeah, I'm reading this straight off the Facebook uh, post. That was a group dedicated to ending child trafficking for the purposes of sexual abuse of the children, right? Facebook removed it. Makes you wonder what Zuck is up to. Uh, Facebook removes all kinds of groups like this. However... It took my group, 200,000 members, to remove a child porn group that had been on Facebook for years and had been reported over and over and over again. And Facebook kept saying, well, they don't violate our community standards, blah, blah, blah. So the reason Facebook says that the In Child Trafficking Worldwide Now group violated their community standards on hate speech is because in a lot of parts of the world, certain shitholes in Islamic nations, child rape, child marriage, child whatever these sick bastards are into, is considered part of their culture. You know, I don't care if you consider it part of your culture. Right is right and wrong is wrong, and you guys shouldn't be sticking it in kids. You know, don't you have any goats left? How about some sheep? I hear you guys are into that. So anyway, Facebook claims that that's hate speech, and of course if I posted this on Facebook, they would claim that that was hate speech, what I just said, and they would remove it and ban me, and you know, they've done that a million times before, just like Twitter just did. Of course, it's okay to go on Twitter and have a page called Man Boy Love, and talk about uh, all the things that you like to do to kids, and post pictures of it and everything else, and Twitter won't remove you. I mean, pretty much you have to be indicted by the feds, which means they have to notice and that's the way we got one of those groups removed from Facebook is we alerted the feds, and Facebook finally took it down. So if you want a group taken down on Facebook because the group is full of pedos and child pornographers, alert the feds, and then alert Facebook over and over and over and over again, and Zuck might take it down. And it makes you wonder when someone, when they take down all the conservative pages, when they take down all the Christian pages, when they take down all the pages that are trying to protect children, and they leave up, not only leave up, but celebrate the pages that are full of molesters and pedos and promoting this 
new, oh, it's a sexual orientation load of bullshit. And you know what? Even if it is a sexual orientation, it's still illegal, and you should be hanged by the neck until dead if you mess with kids. But they leave all that stuff up, and they filter out all the good stuff because they take down all the pages that, you know, are from normal people. They take down all the pages from people who want to be Christians and want to help the kids and want to help, you know. They take all that down. They take down the pages that we have a page. I have a page of 200,000 people on it that supports the police. They're trying to take that down. I get threatened every single day from Facebook because we support the police. But if you have a page called Kill All Cops, yep, that's what it's called. Kill All Cops. That page stays up. And I don't know how many times we've reported them. 200,000 people on it. We report them and report them and report them and it stays up. So if you're a pedophile and you want a page on Facebook, you can have it. If you're against pedophiles and you want a page on Facebook, Zuck will take it down. If you're a pedophile and you want to tweet about how great being a pedophile is, and you and your little pedophile Twitter buddies send pictures back and forth, as long as the feds don't notice, or if you dance on that fine line where the picture could be, it's not quite child porn, but it really is because you guys are whacking it to it. Hey, that's fine. Twitter will leave you up. Facebook will leave you up. YouTube will leave you up. You say it's wrong, you're done. I got a certified letter from Twitter. Their attorneys telling me that if I ever try and reopen my Twitter account, I will be sued with my IP address on it. Now, am I going to litigate that? Yeah, damn right I'm going to litigate it. But if, you know, Joey you know, lives in a van down by the river, has a sign-up that says Free Candy, has a Twitter page called I Love Little Boys... They're not going to take him down. Did you put a Twitter page up that supports the cops? You put a Twitter page up that is against the rioting, which is what I did? Yeah. You're gone, and you're getting a nasty gram, and then you're getting a letter from their attorneys. I, I, I relish the letter from their attorneys because that means I can send them a letter from my attorneys. That's the world we live in, folks. You know, the First Amendment was intended to protect the right of freedom of speech in, the, in, in what back then was called the town square. Well, in some notes incidental to a decision several years ago, one of our Supreme Court justices said that he kind of thought that the Internet was the new town square. And so I ask, when is somebody going to take one of these cases all the way to the Supreme Court and once and for all determine whether or not Facebook and Twitter and YouTube are de facto town squares and therefore subject to the First Amendment. I'll put my hand up. I would love I would love to take that case on. But nobody's done it yet. And what what you gotta understand is if Facebook silences you and Twitter silences you and YouTube removes your channel, you've been silenced. Nobody goes down to the town square anymore and stands on a soapbox and gives their opinions. It's all online. And these massive technology companies have, are, are run by Marxist, leftist, pedophile, liberal psychopaths. And they don't want your opinion on there unless it agrees with theirs. And so they remove you. They say that it's hate speech when you say that people shouldn't be screwing children. They say that it's hate speech when you say that children shouldn't be trafficked worldwide 
for the sexual pleasure of sick, twisted pedophiles in shithole countries all around the globe. They say that's hate speech. They say it's hate speech when you say that somebody who kills a cop ought to be tried and hanged by the neck until dead if he's convicted. That's hate speech. It's okay if you want to slap the name of a rapist on your football helmet and go out and earn your million dollars. That's not hate speech. Well, let me tell you something. That is the definition of hate speech. And you know what? Is it really hate speech if it's against something that we've known was wrong for thousands of years? Is that hate speech? Is it hate speech if it's against something that everyone on the planet knows is wrong? If it's against something that's been taboo for tens of thousands of years, is it hate speech? Okay, maybe it hadn't been taboo for certain groups. Certain groups of people who may or may not have an affinity for oil and camels, but it's still taboo for all the rest of us. So is it hate speech to talk about that? Is it hate speech to say that you shouldn't be marrying an eight-year-old girl? I guess that makes me full of hate because I got a lot of speech. Give me a... I almost swore. It's been a long time since I swore on one of these. So, Facebook takes down sites that are against pedophiles and leaves up sites that are for pedophiles. Whose side are they on? Doesn't take a whole lot of math. Figure that one out. Twitter takes down sites that condemn pedophiles, leaves up accounts that promote pedophiles. Whose side are they on? And in an ironic twist, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube take down pages that are against Marxists, rioters, cop killers, leaves up pages that are for Marxist rioters and cop killers. I never knew a billionaire could be a Marxist, but I guess once you've made all of your money, you know, do you really care? I mean, you know, you, you don't really care whether anybody else makes any or not. You've got yours, right? So you, you go ahead and uh, use your radical politics at that point to screw everybody else out of getting theirs. Oh, geez. And it gets worse. You know, I just kicked Netflix out of my house. And I'm urging everybody else to do that. And if you think you're alone, you're not, because the hashtag cancel Netflix has been trending now ever since Netflix decided to release what is basically a movie about 11-year-old strippers. And I, I I watched a few clips from it on one of the guy one of the commentators' YouTube channels because and, and let me tell you it made me sick it made me physically sick I didn't vomit on my keyboard but it came really close unfortunately I have a trash can next to my desk this film which is called Mignons in France where I suppose anything goes um, was directed by some feminazi. Anyway, this film, Mignons, which has been Americanized, and they changed the name to Cuties. Originally, Netflix got a lot of hot water for their poster, and I think they were operating under the any publicity is good publicity fallacy, and they went way too far. They thought that this nation had corroded even more than it has, and they basically, what my dad used to say, wrote a check that their ass, their mouth wrote a check their ass couldn't cash. But um, if you hadn't seen the poster, it looks like an ad for a strip club, except for they're 11. 
they're 11. They're 11. Need I say it again? The film itself is it's it's couched as a a movie about some little Senegalese chick who's 11 trying to learn about her and I'm quoting, burgeoning femininity and upsetting her family's values in the process. Hang on a second. I need that bucket. This is sick. Netflix comes out with this, jams it down everybody's throat. People are like, no, no. You know, we've tolerated enough. You've pushed it too far. And, you know, there's a theory that, you know, you, you, you can only push things so far. you got to move the bar. you gotta you got to make it just a little bit sicker every single time. You know, we, we used to call it the stick the tip in theory, but you got to make it a little bit, little bit, little bit, little bit more. And then, you know, but, but this, this really overshot what Americans in particular, and hopefully people all over the world are willing to put up with. And it got the attention of my boy, Ted Cruz. Ted, if you still listen, it's good seeing you at the funeral recently uh, hope you're doing well. And let me tell you something. I appreciate you for doing this. Ted Cruz hears about this. I, if he actually watched it, he has a stronger stomach than me, but I'm assuming that he probably just saw a couple of clips and knew what was going on. Writes a letter to attorney general, Bill Barr saying, and I quote Ted, The film fetishizes and sexualizes these pre-adolescent girls as they perform dances simulating sexual conduct in revealing clothing. The clips I saw, they look like, like I said, if you didn't tell me that it was a movie about a dance troupe, which is just such utter bullshit, it it looks like it's a movie about 11-year-old strippers. And the clips I saw, they look like 11-year-old strippers. And I know what strippers look like because I've been to strip bars. It's disgusting. It's absolutely revolting. And Ted continues to say, these scenes in and of themselves are harmful. And he's right. And it is likely that the filming of this movie created even more explicit and abusive scenes and that pedophiles across the world in the future will manipulate and imitate this film in abusive ways. And in case you missed it, it's likely that the filming of this movie created even more explicit and abusive scenes. The scenes in and of themselves are harmful. What Ted is saying, and I'm just going to spell it out for you, is that the very act of making this movie violates the laws in the United States on the production of child porn. And the very act of distributing this movie, Netflix, violates the laws in the United States on the distribution of child porn. And since Netflix is a producer because they bought this turd, well, it's the production and distribution of child porn. People need to go to prison for this. Simply put, people need to go to prison for this. But it's just part of this whole culture war that's going on with the radical left, the radical Marxists, the radical LBGTQLMNOP. Now they want to add another letter for people that are attracted to children because they're claiming that's a sexual orientation. You know what? If that's a sexual orientation, you better keep it to your damn self. They are pushing and pushing and pushing to normalize this. But wait, there's more. I always love saying that. It reminds me of those commercials when I was a kid. You know, it'd be like, you're going to get nine Gensu two knives. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. 
Meanwhile in California, Scott Weiner, homosexual senator from San Francisco, who's known for being as far left as you can get without falling off the planet. As a matter of fact, he may have fallen off the planet. Um, and he's, you know, he's one of the soda tax guys. He's, you know, every gay issue he jumps on. And he's been after Trump like like one of these guys would be chasing a 14-year-old boy after this law that he proposed and that Newsom signed, which we're going to talk about here in a second. I lost my train of thought for a second. Yeah, back to Scott Weiner. Scott Weiner is emblematic of everything that is wrong with this country. He belongs in California. Don't know how much longer California is going to be on the map. I've been saying for years, if God doesn't do something about California, he owes Sodom and Gomorrah an apology. And now looking at the wildfires, I wonder if he finally said enough is enough. I've had it. Anyway, Wiener slides this bill in. You could do your own jokes. Changing the state's sex offender law so that now it is legal. Of course, California Governor Gavin Newsom, do I need to tell you there's a D next to his name? He signed it, signed it into law, that it's now legal for old disgusting perverts to bend over 14-year-old boys. Yeah, you heard me. The bill expands the definition of what is allowed between full-grown men and 14-year-old boys to include oral and anal sex. Makes you wonder why a 50-year-old homosexual guy would put this on his agenda Makes you wonder why Gavin Newsom would... No, I don't wonder why Gavin Newsom would sign it. Gavin Newsom is the devil. I know why he signed it. Um, so, here's how he managed to slide this in. Rim shot. My rim shot machine doesn't work anymore. Wiener says... <laughs> these names. Wiener slides this in by saying... The bill ended blatant discrimination against LBG. LGBTQ LMNOP666 youth in California by treating them the exact same way that straight people are treated. Well, not really. It also expands the discretion to say that someone as young as 14 can give consent. That's bullshit. A 14-year-old cannot give consent. That's why most states that aren't run by anarchist, leftist, Marxist psychopaths, states that aren't California, have statutory rape laws. Statutory rape laws are based on the fact that if you're a child and a 14-year-old is a child, you are not able to give consent because you're little child brain is not developed enough to understand and give effective consent. You can't sign a contract. You can't be part of a criminal investigation. You have to involve your parents. And you can't consent to sex with a disgusting old pervert. If I was a 14-year-old boy in California right now, I think I'd wait till I got home to use the bathroom. There's no way in hell I'd want to go into one of those 
all 79 genders restrooms in the mall. I'd be afraid I'd come out of there walking funny. You know what I'm saying? It's absolutely, it's absolutely disgusting. And, you know, like I said, if God doesn't do something to California, he owes Sodom and Gomorrah an apology. And maybe he feels the same way since California is on fire from the north all the way to the south. But it's always about someone's being discriminated against, so we have to pass this. we got to add this because someone's being... I've never heard a 14-year-old say, you know, I feel like I'm being discriminated against because this old guy can't bend me over in the bathroom. But it does say, you know, you can't forcibly rape the 14-year-old. You just got to talk him into it, basically. Well, a 14-year-old can't give consent. That's why every other state has statutory rape laws. Here's Wiener talking. I'm so grateful that Governor Newtham, one of the LGBTQLMNOP666, whatever, whatever, yada, community's strongest allies ever, once again has shown that he's willing to support our community when it's hard. I'll make my own rim shots. And make no mistake, the politics here are hard with the massive Trump, QAnon, and MAGA misinformation campaign against the legislation. Misinformation. We don't want old, disgusting perverts bending over 14-year-old boys, even if they think they can give consent because they can't, because that's been the law for thousands of years. It's been the law here for hundreds of years. Proving again he's a true, and I'm just quoting, true champion for the LGBTQ community, even when it's hard. (laughs) Come on, Wiener. How many times can you say hard? Governor Newsom signed SB 145, ending discrimination against LGBT, blah, 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 young people. Yeah. I'm sure those kids felt very discriminated against when they weren't being preyed on by old, disgusting perverts. But wait, there's more. I'm going to kind of roll this all up into one big ball of disgusting. We've got Netflix with their 11-year-old stripper film, which pedos everywhere are going to be whacking off to for decades. So, yeah, if you're one of those little girls in that movie, oh, my goodness, you're going to have a lawsuit when you get a little bit older and realize what happened to you. We've got Facebook taking down every page that is against pedos, leaving up all the ones that are pro-pedo. We've got Twitter Canceling accounts right and left from people who want to protect children. I don't even have any children, but this is disgusting and I care about it. But leaving the ones up who have names like at manboylove on Twitter. Yeah, those get to stay, but you conservative Christian people who, even you conservative atheists, even you non-conservative, non-God-fearing people who know it's wrong to Screw a child. Yeah, you, you you get off this platform. We don't want you. Go over to Parlor or MeWe or something. But we don't want you on Facebook because you might offend somebody who likes screwing children. We don't want you on Twitter because you might offend somebody who likes raping boys. We don't want you here because you don't agree with Gavin Newsom and Scott Weiner. You know, folks... Heard one time, 
would you rather live in the ascendancy of a civilization or its fall? And I thought, its fall would probably be more interesting. I'm going to retract that. We are witnessing the fall of a civilization. It's not interesting. It's horrible. But with that, I'm going to wrap this one up. You can find us, still temporarily anyway, on Facebook at Evil Lawyer's Guide. They can't take my website away, so we'll always be on the web at www.evillawyersguide.com. Keep sending those emails. I'd like to know what you think about this show in particular. And, well, we were on Twitter at Evil Law Guide, and I don't know whether we're going to get that one back up or not. So next week, I may be talking about where you can find us on Parlor. Cancel Netflix. You don't need it. You don't want to be a part of a company that's promoting this. Trust me, you don't want to be a part of that unless you're part of the problem. And if you're part of the problem, don't listen to my damn show. I don't want you in my audience. Have an evil day.